It's them wise girls. It's the wise girls. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's them wise girls. Are the names uh-huh. Stay wise to the times is the game Relationships and money talk in the old way Oh, and if you didn't hear the name Just wise girls Wise girls Hello, listeners Welcome to episode 5 of season 2 of Dim Wise Girls Yes, welcome My name is K-Ray My name is Laura and we are both the Mice Girls. So, what are we here to talk about today, Laura? Today's episode is our petition to bring back the homemaker. The homemaker. And we do want to start off this episode with saying that a homemaker could be a man or a woman who's ever best suited. We don't want this to be sexist. Anti-feminism. Reversal. Reverse in time. Whatever problematic term somebody could feel like this could possibly be. This is just us having a little fun. This is dedicated to the good old woman of the house. Because she doesn't have to be a homemaker per se. But we're still bringing a petition for the ability to not work, bake pies, Mm, iron ties, and tell our husbands lies when we buy things that he doesn't want us to. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes, back fantasies to, do come true. Yes, back to drapery and tablecloths and vacuuming in high heels with pearls on. Yeah, all that good stuff. I feel like that only happened in like Stouffer's commercials or it, something. It absolutely did. No one would vacuum in no high one would do heels. That. You know what I think about a homemaker? Have you ever seen this movie called Punchline? Yes. Okay, remember that scene where Sally Fields rushes home. From the city, and she like gets all her kids to help her clean up. She was like, nobody talked to me, and she like came in with all these groceries and this prepared food because her husband was coming home with um, yes. prospective clients. Yeah, that was back in the day when people didn't go out to restaurants. You like had to cook for like your husband's boss. Yeah, and she was like, nobody talked to me, and she like sat out these plates. She threw the bread. She like the water wasn't running. She had to get. She boiled water from her fish tank. Oh, my God. I remember oh that. God. That was so gross. Oh, my God. It was so... Candace Bergen was a little girl, and she was her daughter in it. It was oh funny. Oh, my God. But I just think about this frantic woman screaming throughout her house, like, trying to fix it before her husband comes home. That's, like, what it's really like to be a homemaker. Like, trying to get it together before your partner comes home. See, that's, the th- that's I think, the new wave. The new wave, though, is that you don't have to have it all together before your partner gets home. It just has to get done. Well, yeah. I, you know what's ironic is that I feel like there are a lot of men who expect women to cook, clean, um, be responsible for, like, 75% of child rearing, mm-hmm. and still want her to work. So it's like, I still want you to make money. But then I still want you to do all the domestic things. Still be in those traditional roles. Still be in those traditional roles. And I feel like men are very comfortable with just doing one thing. Providing. I provide. (laughs) And it's just like, so not only do you want to like solely do one role of partnership, provide. Mm -hmm. um, But then you also want me to do all the things that are stereotypically homemaker woman and i gotta have a job this sucks it does suck it sucks like i should be working because i want to work you should be working because you want to work or you should be working because housework sucks like real talk (laughs) like anybody who has ever been home full-time knows like you'll be kind of itching like uh i'll go back to work so i can at least then have an excuse of why i didn't clean the house why didn't you clean? I was at work. What you mean? I got a job. I'm taking care of the kids. What you mean why I ain't doing the dishes? But when you, you know, when you ain't been at work, they start giving you that look like. 
I don't know. Why did you magically turn into June Cleaver? I, don't, I haven't had any firsthand experience in this. Because you have never lived with a man. I have not lived with a man, so Good. I don't know. I don't, Will eh, is so eh, cool. Eh, Carrie's eh, fiance eh, is so cool that I don't even foresee him for real, for real tripping hard. Carrie could not clean up all day after being off for the day, and Will would come home like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just see him being super cool about it, like, or maybe he'd be like, so you want to clean up together now? Or, because we got to get it done. Like, no, I just. he probably wouldn't. I don't know what he'd do. I don't know. what. I just don't see him tripping on you. Mm, no, I don't know. No, because sometimes he walked, I, he's walked into my room, which I have to say, my room has, I mean. Considerably better. Considerably better. I try to be better at my room. But it's a tornado because I've, for the past, what, five years, I've been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then when you uh, when you do that and you get home and it's time to go to work or it's time to do something, time to find some clothing, things get in a mess. And especially when you get home and you can't do laundry because there's two and three other people who want to do laundry. And I feel like this is shade. It's not shade. I'm just, it's just reality. Mm-hmm. You know, things get messy. And then he's coming into my room. He's seen my room and be like, girl, look at this room. Like, uh, excuse me. It's your fault it looks like this. So, shut up. All men do it. All men do it. They just look over at you like, why didn't you? Because I didn't want to. We need to get to the issues, though. It is an issue. The issue of being a homemaker. Um, it is the issue of, oops, oops. It is the issue of being a homemaker, and but it's 2019, and apparently people are still taking on traditional roles in the home. Women are still doing the majority of housework, child rearing. I don't know. Not all, all those episodes things. of House Hunters I watch. <laughs> They always look at the kitchen like, oh, we want to entertain. And then they show them the kitchen, and the wife always goes, hun, this will be a great place for you to cook. This is so true, though. This is so true. <laughs> so that's obviously an income-level bracket thing, though, it because be. people on House Hunters be like, I make my own jewelry. And he'd be like, yeah, I work from home doing tech. And they'd be like, our budget is $1.1 million. And he always cooks. Like, and, and he's a great cook. And he's a great cook. I don't really cook. And they'd be like, well, what you do? <gasps> oh, ooh, we ooh. are so stereotypical because we both have that same thought. <laughs> like when a woman says she can't cook, we both be looking like, why, why you can't cook? Oh, God. You know what? Now we got to put a pin in this. Let's go to break because this is totally, I already see where we going. <laughs> I already see where the ship is turning to. And it's about to get deep. So let's go ahead and take this break real quick, and we'll be right back. Oh, my God. The toilet is overflowing. Do you have a plunger? I don't have a plunger. I don't have a plan, and I don't know what to do. It looks like we're going to have to make the wise choice. Wise plumbing, that is. The number one plumbing choice in the Cincinnati metropolitan area. Call Bob Wise at 513-772-7507. Make the wise choice. Okay, Ray. So since we but, were... but 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 before we get into it, before we get into it, okay. you cut me off I'm before sorry. we went to break. Well, I didn't want us to get into that topic before we got into this. I discussion. just wanted to bring up a podcast I listened to though. Okay, it's called By the Book, and it's these two women who live by self help books. But anyway, they always have their husbands on the show or talk about their husbands, and the one one of them, she was like. Her husband does all the housework, and she don't cook. And so when he cooks, too, and does all the housework, and then I'm thinking, like, they don't have any children. They don't have any children. And she recently started working from home. And they'd be like, okay, so what do you do? What do you bring to this relationship? Is that terrible? That's terrible, isn't it? I thought that. I was like, what are you, what are you, what are you bringing to this? You don't do any housework. You don't do any cooking. She uh, must make a lot of money. Uh, she might. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. She makes enough. She, I, um, she li- they live in New York. I'm sure that she makes plenty of money. They live in New York? 
Yes. Oh, girl, they have to make plenty of money. It's not an option. You make plenty of money or you're homeless in New York. <laughs> um. No. But, yeah, like, I just mean, I mean, like, yes, you bring into the, ch- you bring in a check to the plate, obviously. So she defines- When you both bring in a check to the plate, like, we're talking about extracurriculars. At this point, we're talking about things. Oh, my God. I'm always bumping into things in here. <laughs> okay, right. She is the culprit of all my editing woes. I'm always knocking something. My hands are all always does something like I have to edit that noise out that K Ray has created. Yes, but I'm just saying, if we both bringing bacon to the plate, what are the extracurriculars? What are the sides? Well, maybe she's really good in bed. Mm -hmm. Possibly. I don't know. Why are we naming all lame things? Maybe she gives great emotional support. Maybe she's, like, really accepting. Like, I think we're very pro... I feel like we are very programmed. We are, like... Oh, I believe it. I believe it. We I'm are programmed. super programmed. And sometimes it's hard to, like... Deprogram. And sometimes it's hard to... What did Janelle Bonet say? Um, in her Queen song, I had to program deprogram and get down like because it's just like it's so ingrained in you like as a woman this is what you have to offer like there's a whole thing named after it i'm a homemaker they made a whole profession an unpaid profession (laughs) because if anybody else came to your house cleaned it cooked maintain your life like maintaining somebody's life which a lot of my friends who have husbands yes. maintain their husbands' lives because men think all they have to do is go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, like, making the appointments. They're setting up the vacation plans. Yeah. They're meeting up with your all family. That. All like, that. They're doing all the tasks. All the tasks. I'm all the all the two-step, three-step, four-step tasks, five-step tasks. If it ain't a one-step task, then the man ain't doing it. Yeah. L- listen to a man task. Take out the trash. One step. Cut the grass. One step. All right, it's a couple of steps of cutting grass. Uh, uh, but it's basically one step, one step, one step. Like things you expect your man to do. Go take the car to the mechanic. You don't even have to fix the car. Just take the car to the mechanic because I don't want to. One step. I'm telling you, it's one step. It's what it is. It's, like, not a, it's not a multi-way. Are all men minute rice? I don't want to make this about men. This is about homemakers. This is about homemakers. Anyway, this is about... Our petition to bring it back. Bring, we're bringing it back. Bring it and back. we're tearing it, it down at the same time. We're like, what do you do? No, I'm for equal separation of... Some people are like super the... bomb at it, though. Like, yeah. I feel like our mom was like bomb. Mom was bomb at making up her own rules. Okay, and that is what I want to go to. All right, let's get, it. let's get into it. Let's, let's talk about it. Easter. Here's an Easter story for uh, 2019. So I didn't know what I was going to do for Easter. I was on the fence. No, well, you need to back this up. You need to back this up. Back it up? You need to back this up to what this section is about. And this is obviously oh. about making up your own house rules, your own homemaking rules, this etiquette is, rules. This is really about the origins of the origin of the wives' tale. Yes, Okay. Because you feel like, where did all these old wives' tales come from? Name a, an old wives' tale that you know off the top of your head. Oh, wow. You know when I can't think of things on the spot. Okay, let's give you two. Okay. Um, putting butter on burns. Yes. Putting butter on burns okay. is an old wives' tale. Did you know that the best way to soothe a burn is to cover it? To smother it, like to cover it, like either with your hand, with a cloth, mm-hmm. you're supposed to cover it. Hmm. I learned that at the fire museum. Ah. And I thought, well, what about putting butter on <laughs> You know what else is an old wives' tale? What? Um, don't buy your man shoes. Those will be the ones he walks out on you in. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, and don't put your purse on the floor. You'll, You'll never, never have, have any, any money. money. Mm-hmm. Like, just like so many wives' tales. So anyway, so let's go to the origin of the wives' tale. Okay. Because I've been hearing wives' tales for my whole life. My mom is 
Queen Dalian of Wives Tale. My mom has so many wives tales, people look at me like I'm a freak <laughs> when I announce them at parties or at gatherings because that's when it comes out the most in me. Like if we're setting a table, if we're when you're inter- menu, when you're entertaining when you're entertaining and homemaking. You know, it's just like it, that's when it's the worst. Because my mom doesn't even have regular old wives' tales. No, no, no. She's not the uh, keep a piece of wedding cake under your mattress kind of wives' tale. No, she's like a, you don't eat potato salad in the winter. That's a summer food. Yeah, that's that's a wives' tale from my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kept wondering, like, who, who, who came up with these definitions? Who says that this isn't a steak knife? It's a utility knife. Who made the rules, mom? I kept wondering. I've been wondering for 33 years. Who made up these rules? Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you a little story about Easter of 2019. Because that's <laughs> when I figured out the origin <laughs> of the wives' tale. So yeah. I was on the fence about my Easter plans. I was thinking about hanging out with my Costco friends. If you don't know who my Costco friend is, go back and listen to episode one, please. Thank you. But I was thinking about going to church with my Costco friend. And Kay Ray and um, her fiance's family, sometimes on Easter, we go out and have a picnic. You know, we bring some food. They bring some food. It's very, like, you know, outdoor potluck. It's always a good time. So I decided at the last second, the last second, that I did not want to depend on a man to have a good time on Easter. And I was going to let my friend do whatever it was he was going to (laughs) do. And I was going to go do what I knew for certain would make me happiest on Easter because I'm domestic and I was going to miss doing domestic things on Easter like bake a cake, right? Mm -hmm. Bake a cake, Mm -hmm. bring a sandwich, pack up my very, very nice picnic basket. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Pack up my picnic basket full of goodies and head up the coast. Yes, yes. Okay, so, Carrie totally missed where I took that from. Anyway. (laughs) Head up the coast. Okay. (laughs) All right, so... This is what I plan to do, y'all, right? Get chicken fixings and head up the coast. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I was going to do. Just like pretty Ricky in a thin line between love and hate. <laughs> that's what I was going to do. Head up the coast with some goodies. So, I decide I'm going to make a cake. I've got like this concoction in my head, and I feel like I feel like I'm onto something. I feel like I'm having... You're creating a new cake. I am having a breakthrough mm-hmm. in domesticity because... Look, I'm kind of good at it, all right, in all honesty. So I, I'm upstairs. I'm thinking about my cake. I'm going to tell K-Ray I'm coming to the picnic, and, and I'm getting out real easy because I'm just going to make this cake, and this cake isn't going to be hard. It's going to be, like, super low-key, cash. It'll be perfect for the picnic. So Carrie comes in an hour before we're supposed to leave somewhere together. Okay, it's not an hour before. Oh, wait, okay. Yeah. It was an hour, dog. Maybe an hour 15. Yeah, you're right. I'll you give right. you an hour you're right. and 30 minutes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Carrie swoops in. Swoop in. I can hear her downstairs in the kitchen rattling pots, pans, spatulas, preheating ovens. I can hear it all. I'm domestic like that, right? And I'm thinking, oh, she didn't come home an hour before we got to be somewhere and try to cook something for this picnic. So I come downstairs to even tell her that I'm coming to the picnic. And don't you know this half is downstairs baking a damn cake? And I was just frustrated because, first of all, I had a bomb-ass idea for my cake. And now I got to rethink, like, re I have to recalibrate what the fuck I'm bringing to the damn picnic. And I'm just upset. I am just angry. I am enraged with domesticity. Okay, Laura. <laughs> so, let's flash forward. Mm-hmm. So, I, later on that evening... I hang out with K-Ray. I go out with my mom. We got to go back to the store because my mom's making potato salad. She makes the best potato salad. She needs her ingredients. I drive her to the store. We get in the car. We're on our way back home, and we're talking to each other. And I just, like, retelling the story to my mom, I got back. I, like, reignited my pissivity. I bust into the door, and I said, I don't even know why she baked a cake. These are her in-laws. Why is she making a dessert? Dessert! is for guests. And the way I said dessert is for guests, I mean, I said it 
hard. I said it from the depths of my soul. I said it without pause. <laughs> I said it without like with I, total conviction. Total conviction that it was true. It was two plus two. It equals four. four. It was a. I said it, y'all, like it was a stone cold fact. I said it like I had heard it before. You said it like you whipped cream and you get whip. You whipped cream and you get whipping. What am I trying to say? I don't know. know. Where were you going with that? You lost me. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) I said it hard, y'all. I said, guess, (laughs) dessert is for guests. You whipped cream and you get whipped cream. (laughs) Carol, let it go. I know. I'm sorry. I just was uh, laughing at my. You know, because my mom was making potato salad. I didn't know what Will's parents were bringing. I was hoping his mom would bring this bomb ass corn salad she makes. And, um, I knew my dad was bringing stuff. We were all, like, bringing entree things. And K-Ray was bringing a cake. And dessert is for guests. And at that moment, when it came out of my body, after I finished laughing with my mom for 10 minutes straight, at my deep level of conviction about dessert is for guests, I realized at that moment that I had been duped. I had been gypped. All the things my mom had been yelling at me over, over dining room tables, over, you know, over chafing pans, over dishes, over silver. She had been making some of that shit up, y'all, as she went along. And when I confronted her about it, she said, yeah, you got to say it just like that. You got to say it with confidence. And I was like, is this how we get our kids to do things? Is this, is this how we child rear wise tales? Is how we <laughs> dominate the world? It is. <laughs> and then, Carrie, you had a moment the other day, too, Oh, with the washing the meat. Yes. Is that your chick? That's, is that your chick? To wash or not wash the chicken? To wash or not wash your raw chicken. So, the CDC is out there saying that you shouldn't wash your meat, your raw meat. Don't wash it, they say. Don't wash it. Never wash it. Because when you wash it, you spray water on things that you may not notice, like your utensils and countertops and on the sink or where splashed up on the walls. And then, you know. Who's licking the wall? Well, I don't know, but they were specifically saying utensils. It, it could splatter up on utensils and things around that you don't intentionally want to get chicken, raw chicken juices on and cause salmonella and things like that. And then I was just like, well... The reasons that they were giving me for not washing chicken, I thought were stupid. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get the water everywhere. I'm not going to splash it all around. It's not going to get on anything. And then I'm going to clean up my sink afterwards. And plus, you know what I like to do? I like to fill a bowl with water and dip my chicken in it so things don't splash everywhere. Just a a quick little rinse. Just a quick little car wash. Look how committed K-Ray is. Like, look how deeply... It's a quick little car wash. <laughs> a rinse off. It's not... There's no soap in the water. I'm not washing it. I'm not trying to remove germs because I know the germs will be burnt off when you cook it in the high temperatures. Well, it should be burned off if you cook your chicken all the way. But, you know, some people don't cook their chicken all the way. Some people like their chicken just a little bit undone, okay? They don't get down to that bone. Because when you peel back that chicken, you see that, you see all that little, that red stuff? Yeah, little pink stuff. Yeah, you don't cook your chicken all the way, do you? You don't Car- cook it all Car- the way. Carrie, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm Take on, I, I, I should have I prefaced this with, I'm on one this week, and you she, know. Y'all, she's um, been deeply committed to the washing of <laughs> I'm on one this week, and I'm not really giving any fucks about anything or anyone. Um, so that's where my head is at. (laughs) And in that mode that I'm in this week, um, I'm right. I'm always right. I don't care what you do with your life. I have no empathy for it. I know people do things around the world and I should have my open mind. I'll have that open mind again next week. But this week, I give no fucks. I am right. Wash your damn chicken. Wash your chicken. Rinse it off. I know it's not going to kill salmonella. You know what it was making me wonder? But wait, I'm not done. I'm sorry. No? No, I'm not done. Girl, the chicken. I know it's not going to kill the germs. The, the germs will be killed oh when God. you cook it. But sometimes, a lot of times, most of the time, there is mm, this filminess, this mm, sliminess on the chicken when you pull it out of the package. 
you know, it's a little, I mean, I don't wash my bacon, okay, obviously, and I don't wash my pork chops, unless they're really slimy or something, you know, I don't wash my ground meat, no, I don't, but, uh, I want to rinse off, maybe it's bloody, I want to get it off, I want to get a clean piece of freshly padded dry piece of chicken on my cutting board or on my aluminum foil when I get ready to put on my seasons. And honestly, I believe you get a cleaner tasting chicken when you get done. Because there's none of that slimy film on the outside. If you don't want to wash your chicken, go ahead, be a heathen. Be unclean. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. In all your life? Yes. Yes. You've got three more seconds on No. This. Your story was really long. And today I'm talking, okay? And I'm talking about washing the chicken. And my mother taught me you should scrape. You should scrape your pork chops. You just take a little butter knife. You just scrape off the top. You get all that little film off the top. You just clean it off. Get it real nice and clean. Because you're preparing a meal, damn it. It's sacred. You're cooking a fabulous meal in your home, okay? You're preparing greatness. And you will not have any nasty, slimy chicken <laughs> fry up in my pans, okay? In my pans. And do you hear me? I am right. I went to the school of Alice Wise where we wash meat, okay? Okay, I went through homemaking university, okay? You don't come to my house and bring no nasty dish or they will tear you to pieces. They will talk about you like a dog. On my deathbed, my mother will bring up every meal I failed. <laughs> she will. She will. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. She will. So if you don't want to wash your meat, that's fine. But guess what? In the book of right... We wash meat. Thank you. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for attending K Ray's TED Talk. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You got a headache now. You haven't talked this much all your life. I had a rush. I had a rush. <laughs> but yeah. So, homemaking 101 wash your meat because it's respecting the meat, damn it. I thought people respected animals. I want to get back to our petition to bring back homemakers. Um, okay, Ray, you are on one. Our petition to bring back homemakers, do you feel like we're getting too... <laughs> sorry. I can't with you. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to continue if you keep acting like this, Kay Ray. And no, I'm so hot. I bet you are. Okay. Ooh, I gotta flash. take my belt off. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, I can't. I can't. Your chicken rant was so real. Ooh. Took a lot out of you. Chicken is a sacred animal. Yeah, clearly, clearly. I did not know you held it in such high, high, holy mm -hmm. standard. Yeah. All right, Carrie. Seriously. Yes. We want to. We are petitioning to bring back domesticity. Yes. Domesticity. And the homemaker. Yes. And we can make homemaker gender neutral. Yes. But somebody's got to motherfucking do it. So. Mm -hmm. Do you think we're getting too relaxed? I feel like everybody's trying to, you know, redefine relationship roles, redefine gender roles. Mm -hmm. But in the confines of two people living together, four people living together, a family, however you define it, do you feel like the homemaker is essential? Or should we all just be sleeping on mattresses on the floor with, you know? I mean, I feel like it's important, but then again, like we said, I'm programmed. I don't know. It's such a sense of pride for the women we grew up around. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't think we're getting too relaxed in the sense of the gender roles of it. Um, because I feel like, like I said, either the man or the woman, whoever won't, whoever's good at whoever's it, good at could it. be the homemaker and taking care of the home and taking care of things like that. And um, 
So I don't think we're getting too relaxed in that sense. Like the general, the generals want to change. Fine, if you know whoever takes up the responsibility of this and that, that's cool. That's up to you. But I think there is kind of like this general disregard for anything in the home life because once again, anything that's deemed feminine is obviously looked down upon and lesser and oh, we don't need a fool with stuff like that because you know I think that also too people are wanting to not feel so stressed about things like that I think that's what it is and there's so much um, emphasis on work and career and you know Travel, it's either work and career or travel and living free. And there's no space for homemaking. Is this like Martha's Revenge or something? Was like, was there so much pressure like in the generation before us or like pressure of watching people like stress themselves out to entertain? Mm-hmm. Um, that now everybody's kind of like, I don't want to, I don't even want to do all that. Yeah, because I think it's a kind of a, there's a perspective where it's like, you're trying to, it's it's an effort to try to impress other people. Like, you're not really doing it for yourself, because you're like, hey, I don't care if the dishes ain't done, if this look a hot mess, or if there's an order for this and that, you know? I, I really must be just doing it for other people. Like, oh, come to my house, and let's eat off of cardboard boxes, and stuff like that. Hmm. I think a part of it was impressing other people. But I feel like there's some kind of, like, middle ground. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like, have you ever been to, like, a dinner party or a function where there is food and you just felt like it was done completely and totally inappropriately? You were like, like, I know we're trying to relax and everything, but this is too far. This is, we're too far down the line. Come back. Come back. Bring it to the middle. Stuff like what? I don't know, just like weird food pairings or Oh Lord. Or just like what kind of party is this? Like I know we wanna keep this low maintenance, but uh why'd you invite me to this? Like why did you bring me here? <laughs> why did you bring me here? See? See, you could see how it could be about impressing people. Not impressing people. I mean, just like, then don't. Then, d- Laura, see? Then don't. Then or, is, or is it a case that we've just lo- lost how to be hospitable to people? I think that might be it. It's just like, if you don't want to be hospitable, then don't be. I think people just hate rules. I think, maybe that's what it is. People hate rules. It's homemaking instead of rules that just don't apply to the modern woman anymore? Yes. Mm. I think so. Because it feels forced. I feel like people can't find, feel like they can't put their individual, oh my God, now I can't talk after my rant. People can't put their individuality into homemaking. I, I think that, that might be a perception people have. Mm. Because it feels like it's this set of rules. Like, I have to do this, this way, and it should be like this, and it should be like that. It should look like Martha Stewart did it. Mm. That is pressure. Mm-hmm. That is definitely pressure. Yeah. And it could probably feel like a bunch of nonsense. Like, who is this a for? A bunch of standards you can't meet up to. A standard you can't meet. Like, who is this really for? You know, I could just go buy a cake. Well, I'm, look, I'm all done. If you don't want to bake a cake, don't bake a cake. Okay, and I think things. people, I think, I, especially in America, we like to feel like we're too busy. Because if you're busy, then you're successful. I'm too busy to do all those things. I'm too busy. I have enough time to get all that stuff together. Some basic cooking, I feel like, is um, necessary for adulthood. <laughs> no, people can eat out all the time. All the time? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there are some bait. Like, you should know how to boil water. <laughs> um, you should know how to 
prepare a basic meal for yourself. Like, you should be able to prepare a breakfast item, a lunch item, and a dinner item. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, because people can get into meal prep, but people want to claim they can't cook, too. So it's just like, you can't bake yourself a chicken cutlet. You can't. Like, what are, what are we talking about? What, what level of can't do this are we on? Mm, that is the question. Because I feel like men should be able to cook, too. So this is not a gender thing. I, it's, I look at everybody who can't cook with a certain level of get your shit together. Some people just have no interest. No, some people don't have no feelings for food. You don't have to have a feeling for food. I need you to be able to I think you do. a basic thing for yourself. I think you do have to have a feeling for food. Because some people just like, eh, mm. not, it's, it's food. I put it in my mouth. I eat it. I don't need any salt and pepper. Just give it to me. However you want to eat it. Like, that's an individual thing. However you want to eat it. It's just, I don't like seeing adults sit around waiting for other people like, well, are you? Because as soon as you pair up, you go, well, are you going to cook? That makes me, like, and I love also, to cook. Also, oh, like, in a couple situation, uh, getting together. Yeah, I together. guess in a couple situation, or even, like, a, I guess if you're single. But if you're single, see, that's the thing. When you are alone, you figure out what to eat, right? Mm-hmm. You figure, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to prepare a sandwich. I'm going I'm to eat something. I'm going to eat cereal. Nothing is worse than being in a partnership where the other part, and you don't have to be in a partnership that is like romantic because mm-hmm. your mom does this to me a lot. <laughs> where it's like, well, if you aren't going to cook and you're not going to figure out the meal, what will I eat? Oh, and I it's know. like, Mama oh does that all my time. God, you, I didn't eat because you didn't feed me. Like, what are we children? <laughs> are you three? Mama be like, basic. Well, and she knows she can cook. That's what be killing me. Quit it. Quit it. Because if I made a meal that did not match you quickly, let me know. I know. It'd be like on the nights where everybody's fending for themselves. Mama would be like, oh, you're not going to cook a meal? And then mama, and then mama, it'd be like, the nights that you're really tired and you're just like, okay, I cooked this meat. And she'd be like, well, where are the sides? You can't, you gotta, you gotta have sides. Like, no, we don't gotta have sides. These things on a plate. <laughs> gotta have sides so he can just eat this you won't be hungry anymore i i am the person who noticed three things on a plate and started demanding it at like five like wait where's the third thing um i need a vegetable a meat and a starch where is it where is it um (laughs) no but just you know i don't know i feel like housework should be shared but maybe like i feel like homemaking is like a different level of care that is given by, like, the essential family member. And I feel like because we are now becoming the elders, I think homemaking is something that should, like, make a comeback. Mm -hmm. Because, like, our aunts and our grandmas are getting too old. Like, it's at this point, it's time for them to pass the torch. Mm -hmm. Somebody should be able to conduct Thanksgiving. Somebody should be able to conduct Christmas. Like, who's going to keep, like... familial tradition alive. Who's going to be the big mom? So when we're talking about homemaking, we're talking about more of like not just being able to cook, but being able to put together a well-rounded meal. A well-rounded meal. Set a good table. You know what I mean? Know all the little vibes, tales that somehow magically make families still run. Mm -hmm. Who's going to kiss the boo-boos? I just feel like everything's changing at a rate that people like even though there's all this internet knowledge, like mm-hmm. we watch tasty videos on Facebook of recipes, you get on Pinterest to figure out how to heal things and not get measles vaccinations, I guess. I don't know. But, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so much information, but I feel like I encounter people who are not incorporating these things mm-hmm. into, like, life. And it's just like, who's making the home? Who's making the homes? Who's keeping, like, who's going to have the warm, fuzzy house? Like, you mm. know, it's like everybody comes home to somewhere, whether it be your aunt, your uncle. Like, somebody has, like, a connection place for everybody to, like, commune together. Okay. Like, or fellowship. So, are we going to lose that sense of fellowship without these sets of rules? Hmm. That's a good question. That's what I've been wondering lately. 
especially because like our generation is the one that is like becoming at least in our family mm-hmm. like where the older generation is like passing away or just getting really fragile and and it's not just happening to our family i feel like it's happening to lots of different you know different sets of people who are about my age group mm-hmm. where like our older generation is getting yeah old old not like oh you're old but you still got like old like you know yeah watch me might fall over <laughs> mordecai glickman passed away four years ago um, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Maisel. shout out to that mrs Maisel reference but like that's what it ha- is happening and mm-hmm. i feel like are we going to be able to maintain that fellowship, that love, that that vibe? Because there's something about that vibe that's, you know, going away mm-hmm. and not being maintained and not being passed down. I'm seeing, like, 87-year-old women in the grocery store with me on Thanksgiving and before holidays. And I feel like there should be more women about my age in here trying to hold it down for the family. Mm-hmm. And who's going to do it? We are, our generation is... You know, the upper elder millennials. Yeah. We're approaching 35, 36. Like, Mm -hmm. it's about that time. Yeah. It's about that time that we take that role and that responsibility. And I think it's for the culture. Like, how are we going to be dictating what people put in macaroni and cheese when some of us are not sitting at home, sitting underneath our grandma learning how she make it? Mm. True that. True that. You know what I mean? I feel Mm -hmm. like with without the attention to some of these homemaking things and some of these things. You can lose pieces of your culture because you don't know what was going on. Yeah. What were we doing? We're going to lose traditions without that maintaining of that. So you don't have to keep all the toxicity from it, but, like, some good came of homemaking. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I love watching I Love Lucy. And it's... Because... I just like watching her, you know, get up in the morning and make breakfast for Ricky. And even though that wasn't even really happening, they had a very toxic relationship. I know, and she was obviously hello, working mom. She was an actress and all this other stuff. So her life was nothing like that. But I like watching the show. I like watching her in an apron go into the kitchen and making coffee, and then he leaves, and then she gets to stay home. Oh, God, I wish I could stay home. <laughs> That's the part I like. She gets to stay home, and then I pretend in my mind that I get to stay home. I wish I could. Every time I see a rich white woman in yoga pants and Whole Foods, I just think, God, I'd kill to be her. I want to be a rich white woman when I grow up. You know, in Whole Foods at, th- at, at like, 1.35 p.m. Mm-hmm. in yoga pants, pushing a cart, probably, you know, running back home so I can work from there mm. in my million-dollar house and mm. the kitchen that my husband cooks in. I'd kill! Yeah. There are poor white women who kill to be rich white women. I'm just saying, that bitch at Whole Foods at 1.35 in them yoga pants, she's got it made. Mm-hmm. And even if she don't, she can at least afford the therapist to help her realize she's got it made. Being a rich white woman in yoga pants at 1.35 p.m. in Whole Foods is more of being... Like, that's like being a made man in the mob. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, she's in Goodfellas right now. And I'm in a whole nother movie. She just came from yoga class. I'm an Aaron fucking Brockovich. She just bought an $8 fresh <laughs> pressed juice. Oh my gosh, she did. She did. She just pushed me out of line. So she can yeah. get in the... In her Lulu mall, whatever the hell it yeah, is. Yeah, she's in her Lulu living pants, pushing past me and in her know, Amazon Prime uh, I wonder about people who always got on uh, yoga pants, workout pants, tights, leggings, the athletic wear ones. I wonder about them. I wonder about y'all. Do y'all have them on all day long? Do you have them on when you're at home? Because I find them very constricting. And I find them not very breathable. And I don't know, maybe the expensive ones are really breathable, but I wonder about your hoo And so check your hoo because I don't understand how you have them on all day long. <laughs> uh, especially when it's hot outside or hot in your house. I don't understand. I don't get it. Um, so, yeah. Call your guy now. <laughs> Thank you for that public service. You're welcome. You're welcome. Since we're talking about women who have it made, mm-hmm. um, let's move on to talk about a woman who 
Let's talk about Red Table Talk this week. Okay. Let's do that. Um, K-Ray is never on when I'm on. Every time I'm on Facebook, she ain't on it, y'all. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm on when you off, when I'm you off, when I'm on. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. In all areas of life. Anyway, so I watched Red Table Talk this week, and Jada was sitting at the large red table, and she interviewed the women of the Curry dynasty. Steph Curry's the wife. dynasty. Um, Steph Curry's brother's fiance, and then um, Steph Curry's sister, who's also married to a basketball player, plus Steph Curry's mom, who was married to his father, who is a basketball oh, player. Oh, his daddy was a basketball yes, player, too? girl. This basketball players. Basketball Jones, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got a basketball Jones. Oh yeah. Shout out to the Space Jam soundtrack. It was the bomb. Anyway, so yeah, she interviewed them and there was this, uh, she was asking all the women, how do they deal with the attention from women? How do y'all deal with the fellas? The fellas getting all that new nanny thrown at them left and right. Slapping down on the platter. Hot sex. Okay, I need to calm down. I'm sorry. I don't know what is going on with Karen today. It's like she's me today and I'm her. I'm like trying to reel her back in and she's just like out there on a ledge. Bird on wire. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. And Aisha had said that, you know, that she feels a little insecure about this area because women are always throwing themselves at her husband and she has been with him. She's not been with any other man. That's who Ooh, she child. been with. Ooh, child. She met him when she was 15. 15. And, Ooh. you know, now they got three kids, and it just makes her kind of wonder, like, you three know, ah. I don't get any male attention. Do I still have it? Do I still got it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought honestly, when she said it, I thought, wow, that was so honest. And I could totally understand how after three kids you would be wondering, do I still got it? Mm-hmm. And... I was just not, and even Jada said that was honest, and she had, you know, struggled with the same thing with Will, you know, in the beginning of their relationship, where it's just like you're with such a person who's such a big success, and a person who just has, like, this big presence, Mm -hmm. and I thought, you don't have to be a rich man to be, like, a guy with a presence, and immediately when you become a man's wife, you're man and wife, you know, Mm -hmm. you take his name, you're a part of his identity, you are Mrs. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I, I was, so many names came into my mind when I said Mrs. Yeah. I was going to say Mrs. Harry Goldenblatt, <laughs> Mrs. Trey McDonald. Uh, Trey McDougal. <laughs> McDougal, whatever. I know. You know, you are Mrs. Basketball Jones now. Mrs. LeWiggins. Mrs. Wiggins. Mrs. John Leguizamo. Mrs. Obama. Yeah. You you are becoming a piece of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the piece of, we uphold the piece of him that we become while men kind of, it's not the same for them. Mm-hmm. Like, he is a piece of you, and you will let him know it all the time. Like, anytime he gets out there on the limb, you'll be like, nigga, you know you're a piece of me, and I will snatch you. You do this shit again, you're going to lose your wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's Try my, not to hurt that's my favorite song on that album. I mean, when she gets to that part of the song, K-Rap, I feel like them. it, like, triggers something in people's, like, if you are, if you are there in that moment and you understand it, it, like, that whole part comes through your body. You ain't even, your man ain't even cheating on you, but it just comes through your mm-hmm. whole body. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was not expecting the backlash that Aisha Curry got today on Saying that she... It was just like, oh my God, you were a good man. You all you need is his attention. And I thought lies, lies from the bottom lies. up. Lies. You just got mad at everybody on your timeline for not liking a picture that you just posted five minutes ago. Lies. Lies. Doing it for the gram. All lies. The, all the freaking lies. This is lies. Who said because you are in a monogamous, committed relationship that you stop needing male attention and not necessarily male attention that you want to accept, but just. Acknowledgement that you are still the shit. 
them people, they don't, they lying to themselves. They lie. Because I don't care who you with. I don't care if you with somebody fine, honey. I don't care if you with Idris Elba. I still want to walk by Michael Ely and him to think I'm fine. I, I don't care who you with. You want to know you still got it. I mean, men always, girls, the whole episode of Martin talking about, I still got it, I still got it. Remember that episode of Martin where he took his ring off because he wanted to know he still got it? Yes, yes. It's always, and if, and if Steph Curry, God forbid, if he ain't already, or mm-hmm. if he hasn't before in the past, but let's just say when a successful man cheats on a woman mm-hmm. who, who is not Beyonce, <laughs> when he cheats on a woman, you know, you usually feel like, oh, forgive him. Forgive him. For what? Men are men are going to be men. Men make mistakes. He's got so many women attracted to him. It's got to be hard. It's got to be hard to block all them booties. You're getting thrown at you. Uh, they throwing me the booty. I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be Trey Songs and block all them booties. Okay. So I just felt like it would be a whole nother reaction if he needed... If he had a moment of indiscretion. This woman just said, I'd like, I'd get, after three kids, when you got three Look, kids. I don't care if you got three kids or zero kids. If you've been in a relationship for a while, you be wondering, you, you be like, oh, oh, am I, do I still got it? Do I still got it? I don't, I don't want this to be the only man who finds me attractive. Exactly. Because there's something wrong. Because, because, Cause me, I be wondering, I'm like, do I still got it? Cause after being in a relationship for so long, you be wondering if your man just telling you look good, just, just to, you know, just to be telling you, you, just oh, yeah, you look great. In the house. Yeah, <laughs> you look great. Yeah, yeah, you look good. You look great. You think like, are you really telling me the truth? Cause I don't know if I look good. I don't do know if I, I look really great. Look good? Are you just rushing to Shake Shack? Yeah, I think you look fine. Uh, uh, I think you lying. Cause boy, them pictures will tell you the truth. All he be like, "Hey, baby, you look alright to me." And girl, then you come take, on. and then you take a selfie. You be like, "Oh, I look a hot mess." Ooh, I, I stopped believing men a long time ago when they say, "You look fine," unless it's jaw drop. Like, girl, you look good as hell. <laughs> then I'm like, "All right, I'm looking good. My man think I look good. We look good." But he go, "Yeah, baby, you look good." You like, mm, you lying? I'm about to change. <laughs> Yeah. I'm about to fix this. Yeah, if his boys get all high, like, yeah, baby, like that. No, you're lying. He's just ready to go. He's he's like, we are gonna be late. He's ready for me to get ready to get up out of here. Mm-hmm. I ain't leaving till I look good. Yeah, and that's and that's law. Mm. I just thought, ooh, all these felonious lies. They, they just saying shit like that because they want to be with Steph Curry. If I had me some Steph Curry, yeah. I'd never look at another man again. You know what? The if I had is the biggest lie women tell. The biggest. We all say, I don't care how fine your man is. And I only date fans. And and that's a. That's an acronym for fine ass Negro. I only date fans. I only want fans. Join my fan club. Anyway, so. I feel like, Carrie, quit looking at me like that. (laughs) The tables have now flipped back. Anyway, um, you're making me lose my train of thought, Carrie. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, I only deal with fans. And I feel like even if you have the most attractive guy, the most wonderful, well-behaved, only dating you dude, Mm. at some point or another, he becomes yo dude and not just... The theory of a dude. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, sit down, Harold. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got time for this. Um, excuse me, please perform your duties as a man. You cute and all, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to run it. No, but that's the, that's the reality. So don't be saying, like, oh, if I had the problems you had with your... You don't know. You don't know. You don't know how you'd be doing, what you'd be acting. No, you don't. Yes, for five to ten minutes... You might treat him better than she's treating him at that moment because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff you can't see, mm-hmm. especially when you have a relationship that is being upheld and respected and, like, looked at from afar. Yeah. I feel like everybody's projecting, like, what's going on, what's happening. You've got your own, like, narrative that you are adding to this relationship that may or may not be happening. And I think, yeah, at the end of the day, you're going to be in a relationship with a human being. Yeah. And all that 
he's Steph Curry, he's a basketball player, or he's a he's a musician, he's a he's a wonderful, exquisite human being. He's my soulmate. All that shit wears off at some point. And you become a human yourself. Yeah. And you want to know if you are desirable, if you're wanted, if you're attractive. I mean, first of all, don't we all want to be with someone who is attractive? Mm-hmm. Don't, I mean, not necessarily like, drop dead, oh my God, just like, most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But just like, mm-hmm. you want other people to find your partner attractive too. Yes, you do. So... You want to be like, ooh, yeah, girl, you buy your ass mine. Gotta like it, dang. That's the whole point of having a fan. Fans create more fans. Yeah. Yeah, he with me, girl. He with me, girl. Yes, girl, he's mine. He's mine. mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and dry your eyes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't understand this whole... I feel like people just don't like Aisha Curry, and they just felt like coming for her. They don't like Aisha Curry because she with Steph Curry. Like, girl, how you get that good man like that? Accident. That's how we get basically. And now you got all your stuff up in Target. You got all your little home line up in Target. Look at you. Her home line is in Target, too. Wait, where's her home line at? I don't know. I only see Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I can get them mixed up. Shout out to Chrissy Teigen. That, uh... Same. The pot I bought was the bomb. Different person, same person, same guy. Same thing. Same cheekbone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Different wife, same life. Honestly, I found it very refreshing to think that somebody who is as beautiful as Aisha Curry actually has a moment where she's wondering if she's enough. Because I thought maybe that was just something that was happening to me because I'm regular. <laughs> I'm regular, I'm average. And it was like, no, this is a real, this is a normal human wanting. Yeah. And I just, I'm mad people like sucked all the humanity just, out of that just moment. Dismissed it and, and just it decided down to, to be like, Captain Good Bitch. Like, nah, girl, because I treat him good. Chill. You don't know how to treat him. I do, girl. Move on out the way. I lick you like a lollipop. I'm a clean up woman. <laughs> only clean up for so long before you're ready to clock out girl everybody shift in sometime Woo. that's real that is real that's real you're gonna be ready to clock out and just be you with no with no preset you know what i mean yeah. without you having to be on your good behavior with your good clothes on with your good attitude with like, your good hair and your good eyelashes and your good makeup oh my god it's exhausting that's girl. probably why people stop homemaking things. Like people felt like taking That's why they stopped homemaking, girl. People wanted to take off the mask. Girl. It's too it's too much. Ain't enough time to put on all that makeup and all this hair. Uh-uh. And all these waist trainers. <laughs> to to still clean up and cook and do all that. It's too much. I can't and be take care of baby. It ain't enough time. I can't be everything all at the same time. I need the option to be diverse. And to keep your body right so you can keep it right and tight. It's so much pressure. All men got to do is make money. Make money, get a haircut. Good grief. Good grief. That's pretty much it. Yep, yep. that's pretty much that's it. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not just get like, not turn into a whole nother person. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And, you know, just... The relativeness of like, we was, me and my girlfriend talk about it all the time. We have this joke where we go, he's a good daddy. And it's just because, <laughs> not to say that the man is not a good dad, mm-hmm. but it's just such an automatic reaction where if you see a man doing anything with a child, you automatically go, oh my God, he's such a good daddy. Like, this could have been the first good thing he did with his <laughs> child, like, all day. You don't know. But for some reason, you are so ready to label it like, Good dad, like oh my god, like oh my god, you like a puppy. Actually, you're with your child. You're such a good daddy. And like when you see a mom with a child, you don't think that. You don't go, wow, she's such a like, not uh, nah, not not at the first sight of her with a child. No, Mm-mm. if you see maybe a mom like handle a bad child and the child like reacts to it and like, okay, mommy, I'll be a good one. You go, oh, is it actually? You probably give the kid more credit <laughs> than the mom. You go. Look how good and well-behaved that child is. Like, you don't give them... Moms get no credit no matter what they are doing. Like, the, 
unless the mom like stops a train from hitting the kid with super strength, everything else is just par for the course. You're the mama you're supposed to be doing. Because it's like default. It's default. It's default. It's default. And then when you see it off default, it's like, oh my god, look at that! Look at that! Oh my god, it's a parakeet! Uh, it's just like, look at that—a real dad in captivity. Uh, oh my god, your husband does the laundry. Oh my. God. Oh my god, he changed a diaper. Oh my god. And it was like the mom was like, "Look, I've been here all day. I didn't change seventeen diapers, and you gonna go, you gonna goo goo gaga over the first one you changed today." Not to say that it's not. It's not wonderful to see men doing things with their children. Because honestly, look, we have this conversation, and still, every time I see a man with his baby, I just go, oh, he's a good, like, I don't, I can't stop myself from doing it. It's just like, it's like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. You know mm-hmm. how you just see a cute baby, you want to hold the cute baby, like, oh, the cute baby, or just like a cute dog. Like, yeah. ooh, daddy with baby. You just can't help it. You just can't help it. You try to control it. You try to tell yourself, like, this is sexist. But it's so cute. Look at the daddy with the baby. Just, I can't stop doing it. Don't know why. Mm. I don't even have the desire to procreate more. Or to have that, like, thing where, you know, that thing that happens when you have a baby. It's like, we're together with our baby. We've created lives. I don't even want to do it. It's just fun to see. We've created a life together. It's so beautiful. My baby's having my baby. Like, no, I don't want to uh, do that. But it is, it is fun to look at. It is like, oh, look at daddy. It's a shame. It's a shame. We need to get it together. We need to deprogram. Just. But deprogramming, like, kills. Reprogram, deprogram. Reprogram, deprogram. I don't know. Maybe we just need to create a list of things from homemaking we want to keep. Yeah. Or just, like, I don't know. I don't know. I want a man to come in my life and give me the option to not work for a couple of months and, like, never give me flack about it. I don't know. I'd have to... F- you know what is so crazy, though, Kay Ray? Is that I would need, like, a real deep level of trust to, like, even lean into depending on my man. Girl, who because you tell? Yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. is... It's sincere. Like, we all complain, like, I want my man to take care of me, but it's just like... And then you be like, I don't know if I can really do that. I don't do know. If you, do you got this? I'm heavy. Are you sure? Do you do some push-ups? I don't know. Can I lean into this? Mm, when I open. I know. I'm um, going down a road. Going like, Ooh. I thought I said I wanted to get on here, but now I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, you know that moment before the roller coaster goes down a hill? That's what that feels like. <gasps> Am I going to survive Okay. <laughs> I know. It had to be like million. Oh, it wouldn't have to be, but in my mind, in the movie, in my mind, when I'm at work, this million, it had to be millions of dollars. And then I'd be like, oh, he could, someone could take care of me. And then I could go home right now and make pies. It always does sound good in all your kinds, cubicle. All kinds of pies. I could be at home making a pie, making freshly made pie crust. The best. And I can make dinner. I can make breakfast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in my own home. And then I clean everything. And then I do all the laundry all at one time. And I be folded up and put it away. Ooh, yes. Nice. Clean everything up. Be clean. And stuff. Stuff. I go to Whole Foods at 1.35 p.m. in my yoga pants. Yeah. And buy an $8 press juice and feel confident. That all the bills will still get paid. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Oh. It sure is. Let's all take a moment, a collective moment of meditation over that thought process, though, of, like, you could lean into that. Mm-hmm. That feels good. Let's do some guided meditation by Deepra Chopra. <laughs> <laughs> felt good. Felt good. Felt good in that moment. But the reality of it is always going to like. Reality yeah. The reality of Do it. Do you is. really got this? I got a big ass. Can you handle this? Um, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. You say, you, you know, you say you want it and then you be like, oh, I don't know. Because guess what? I want to be able to pack up my stuff and leave any time I want to. I got my own money. I got a job. I got a job. What you people got? Mm-hmm. Pack up my own stuff. You think I ain't got some money hidden away? Well, guess what I do? 
I don't need you. What part of Georgia in 1957 <laughs> are you from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you took it all the way back. You took it to a, a homemaker from another generation. <laughs> Girl, you stupid. You sounded like runaway slave homemaker. Um, <laughs> anyway, we need to wrap this up. We do. All right, girl. Well, I'm glad we talked about our petition to bring back homemaking. We're going to um, collectively read some self-help books on maybe how we could even be in the mindset to accept such an offer. I know, right? <laughs> What's your wise principle of this? Oh, my wise principle of this is um, whatever you do, if you like homemaking, if you don't, um, if you think it's stupid or not, I think it's all just about taking pride in your home. And serving the people who come into and it. And serving the people who come into it. I think that's what I find most alluring. The servicing of the people who are coming into my home. It's an appreciation for yes. And the willingness to learn the things I need to do to do that. Yes. Yeah. Because... They are essential. We like to give kickback to like, no, we don't have to do these things. We can be free. But honestly, <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Might as well be us because we are on, the, we are the new emerging elders. We are the new emerging elders, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. if we put it in that perspective, yeah. it changes yeah. your view on the rules. Because nobody has any problem with, like, the rules of how to save money, the rules of how to properly apply eyelash glue. People <laughs> just have real qualms about homemaking rules. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> People take it to heart. I think it's because nobody wants to do the dishes. Oh, no one wants to do them. No one. Absolutely no one. All right, y'all. Well, we have officially wrapped up our petition to bring back homemaking. Hit us up if you want to sign our petition. Mm-hmm. Um, K Ray's in a relationship. I'm only Costcoing. Hit me up if you can afford to uh, take me up on my offer and uh, make my petition come true. We've done all we're going to do <laughs> on this episode of Them Wise Girls. We will catch y'all on the, the flip, flip side. side. Wise girls. Wise girls.